to All Things Leadership, a podcast led by an everyday leader for everyday leaders, where together we will explore and discover the true meaning of leadership. My mission is to leave you inspired, motivated, and excited to become a better leader and the best version of yourself at home, at work, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Jamie Smith. Now let's talk leadership. Happy New Year, everyone. 2022 is officially here. What is your favorite part about New Year's? Is it the fireworks, the food, the kiss at midnight, the celebrations, the possibility for new beginnings? It was January 1st and 2nd as I wrote and recorded this episode, and I was happy about the fact that I was able to bring in the new year by doing meaningful work that I love doing, and it's aligned with my greater goals. So I love um, the most the possibility for new beginnings and the opportunity to start moving towards those new beginnings right now. As I was doing some research for this episode, I was curious to learn more about the history of New Year's Day, and this is something I found. In 45 BC, New Year's Day was celebrated on January 1st for the first time in history as the Julian calendar took effect. Caesar did this in part to honor the fact that the month was January, or Janus, the Roman god of beginnings whose two faces allowed him to both look to the past and look forward into the future. I agree that this seemed and still seems like a pretty appropriate time to begin a new year. Some fun New Year's traditions around the world that I came across were that Italians have a tradition of wearing red underwear to ring in the new year because this color is associated with fertility. Greeks believe that onions are a symbol of rebirth and they hang them on their doorknobs to promote growth in the new year. And in Spain, they eat 12 grapes at midnight to honor an old tradition that began in the late 19th century. My personal value of curiosity gets the best of me sometimes when I go down rabbit holes on the internet on different topics, but hopefully you found these fun facts as interesting as I did. So there's this quote, 365 new days, 365 new chances. We are gifted each year with 365 new beginnings. My only New Year's resolution this year is to make the most of each of those 365 days. As Michael Josephson said, approach the new year with resolve to find the opportunities hidden in each new day. Before we even go making resolutions, though, I think it's important to pause and reflect on the past year. We should all take some time to do this. It's how we learn and grow from our experiences and become more self-aware. On December 31st, I journaled about some things as I reflected. I asked myself some questions that helped me to kind of wrap up in a nutshell in what ways I have grown, what new things I have accomplished, what maybe I didn't accomplish that I wanted to, and some things that maybe prevented me from doing that. What should I have done more of and what should I have done less of? What lessons did I learn this year? What were the highlights and what about those moments made them the highlights so I can attempt to fit more of those in my life if that's what I want? 
It gets easy as we reflect to get stuck shooting all over ourselves. We think, I should have done this or I should have done that. I should have done better with my 2021 resolution. I should have lost that weight. I should have been further along in my career. I should have already gotten that raise by now. But if this is all we do and we keep that kind of attitude up, we will find ourselves drowning in self-pity. And guess what? The energy we put out into the world is the energy we get back. So let's turn any self-pity into self-praise and make sure that mixed in with all the shooting, we are also remembering all the things that we are proud of ourselves for and ask ourselves, what could we start doing today that would give us one more reason to be proud of ourselves? Even if that thing is choosing water for your next drink instead of soda, it's the little wins that add up to the big win. New Year's resolutions. That word resolution. For some of you out there, this might be something really exciting and refreshing. And for some of you, you may be going to heck with New Year's resolutions. But when we get into what it really means to make a New Year's resolution, well, a more meaningful New Year's resolution, you may feel differently and view the whole resolution thing in a positive way. So what does it mean? It isn't a really commonly used word aside from at this time of the year, unless you're in like the photography or digital technology industry talking about the resolution of an image or a digital display of some kind. So what does it mean when we are not talking about pixels? By definition, it is the act of analyzing a complex notion into simpler ones or the act of answering or solving something. I find this really interesting, in part because if you think of pixels, they are small, broken-up images that make up a bigger image. And you can think of a New Year's resolution as the same thing in a way, a bunch of small, broken-down goals that make up that big goal. So if the whole point of a resolution is to solve a problem, then let's start there. If we stop and think of this as we choose our New Year's resolutions, we can start with questions like, what adversities am I currently facing? What am I looking to accomplish this year? What problems am I dealing with in my life? And what would be the first step towards towards solving this problem? What goal do I want to set for myself? And to me, this would be that breaking down the complex thing into simpler, more bite-sized pieces. Many of us tend to declare these pie-in-the-sky resolutions that can be overwhelming, and there's that part of our mind that we hear as we declare this resolution that says, you're never going to do that, or you're never going to achieve that. So we really don't even give it our best shot. We just give it our, quote, best shot for the month of January, or many of us actually do well with resolutions for about the first four months. So a BHAG, which is a big, hairy, audacious goal, is good to have and can be something we set our sights on, but we lose sight of the steps we must take that are right in front of us and right now, and we can feel like we aren't making progress or like we will never get there if we remain so dialed in on the big, hairy, audacious goal and don't zoom out and look at the big picture every once in a while. So this year, let's all try to take a different approach. You can still have that pie-in-the-sky idea for a resolution, but then let's analyze it. Let's break it down. What does it take to get there? What would it take to solve this if you thought of it as a problem you were faced with? 
then those broken down bits and pieces can turn into the steps you must take to get where you are trying to go. So if you have made New Year's resolutions in the past and have failed or keep saying the same one each year, break free from the insanity and try a different approach this year. And I think a lot of us make the mistake of choosing our resolution based on something false. We make it based on society's expectations. We make it based on what others have made you believe you want. You make it because someone else wants it for you and you're a people pleaser. You do it because you believe that this thing in some way will make you happier or healthier in some way, right? Or maybe you choose this resolution based on you comparing yourself to others and where they are. So let's talk about how to pick a resolution aside from just asking, what problem might I be faced with? It could be asking yourself, what is something you could decide to do that you are passionate about? Choosing something that gets you excited makes the resolution something you are actually fueled to accomplish. I want to share the five top resolutions according to a survey that was done in the U.S. Number one, doing more exercise or improving my fitness. Number two, losing weight. Three, improving my diet. Four, saving more money. And number five, pursuing a career ambition. I am sure it doesn't surprise any of you to know that the top three are related to our physical bodies. My prediction is that over time, this will change. And I hope that it does because so much of those top three common resolutions, we could just build into our regular daily habits. But instead, we choose to not prioritize it each and every day, yet we set this resolution at the end of each year. It kind of doesn't make any sense. I challenge you to decide upon a different resolution this year if something related to your body has always been your go-to. Taking care of your body is important, of course, but I would be willing to bet this type of resolution doesn't get you very excited. I have this belief that if we approached New Year's resolutions as if they were the stepping stones to the us we want to look back on next year, then we would find so much more fulfillment in our resolutions. If they were more tied to who we are and who we could become in the future versus choosing material things and societal expectations like the statistics kind of show us now, then we would look back each year with a feeling of personal pride in who we have become. Something you don't hear about much is how to uphold a New Year's resolution or how to keep that commitment you make. Everyone just stops talking about it after a while. It's almost like at first everyone is talking about it and asking each other about it, then slowly it dissipates and it's like this understood thing that you don't ask about that thing anymore. So to spare someone or yourself the possible public embarrassment if the resolution didn't stand the test of time or if you have nothing to show for it. But ultimately, I would recommend the same thing as I would for any goal when it comes to the follow-through process. You need to tell someone as that accountability piece and ask them to check in on you every once in a while. And you need to decide on benchmark check-in times where you can measure your progress based on the goals you set within that period of time. If you haven't written down your New Year's resolution yet, you should do that too. Write it in numerous places and be sure these places are visible. Setting a New Year's resolution and sticking to it can be intimidating. 
And for those of you feeling this pressure to stick to it, I got news for you. You don't have to stick to it. This is like using Elmer's glue, not Gorilla Glue. Don't let that unnecessary pressure of sticking to it weigh you down. You are the author of your own life. And if six months in or even two months in, something changes and you decide you no longer want that thing you claim to want at 12 a.m. on December 31st, that's okay. Change the story. Just don't forget to adjust your next move and your goals along with it. One thing we should all keep in mind as we kick off this new year is that we must trust the timing of our lives. We may not always be right where we feel like we should be or want to be, but if we can just be present in the moment, embracing and learning from the experiences we are surrounded by, we will feel more aligned than we ever have. We will begin to realize that it's finding joy in what you do every day, choosing joy in what you do every day, that will bring you closer to your purpose and ultimately closer to you becoming the best version of yourself. I would like to close out today's episode by sharing a quote by Tony Robbins with you. Resolutions require only words. Results take action. Amen to that, and happy 2022, y'all. As always, please don't forget to follow my podcast, adding it to your podcast library. And if you have time and like what you're hearing, leave me a positive review. It would mean so much to me. And if you're interested in life and leadership coaching, you can email me at jamiesmith at allthingsleadership.com. Music.